Hey friends, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you master your mindset and own your time so you can make space in your busy life for your dreams and goals. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies that you can use to show up as your personal best in motherhood, business, and life. We are helping you truly step into your own and find the freedom to do more of the things you love and enjoy without feeling guilty or overwhelmed. Hey, Nicole, how are you? Hey, I'm doing wonderful today. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am so glad to have you here with me today. Before we get started, if you could just take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so my name is Nicola Shaven. I am the founder of Become Mompreneur, which is kind of a movement now. We have a membership community as well as a lot of different resources and events that we put on geared towards helping millennial mompreneurs of color thrive in life and in their business. Um, outside of that, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and I am the mom to a three and a half year old little boy named Jeremiah. That is awesome. My whole family is from Baltimore. I was just in Baltimore last weekend, oh as God. a matter of fact, to our family events. I'm awesome. the only person in my family that wasn't born in Baltimore, believe it or not. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. So before we get into all you do with Become Mompreneur, as you know, a lot of us have those transformational moments in our life that kind of put us on the path that we're on today. So if you could kind of walk us through what was what were those transformational moments or aha moments in your life that led you to the path you're on right now? Ooh, there's been a lot of different moments, I think, but the pivotal moment that got me to become entrepreneur was really back in 2017. It was a mix of a lot of different things. So in January of that year, I actually launched my first product-based subscription business, which was um, centered around natural hair and natural hair products and DIY styling of your hair. And at the same time, I was uh, working full-time in corporate America. But about four months into launching that business, I learned that I was pregnant with my son. And then four weeks after that, I became a solo mom. So balancing, you know, running a startup on my own and a product-based business at that is a lot. Um, working full-time in corporate America and then transitioning into motherhood on my own was a lot to balance. And I didn't necessarily have the systems in place for my business to thrive um, at that time, you know, balancing so many things at once and things that I wasn't expecting. Um, so before the end of that year, I actually decided to close my business and just focus on motherhood and my full-time job. But I knew that I wanted to revisit entrepreneurship in some way. So about a, a little, almost a year, I would say, after I had my son, I kind of went back to the drawing board with entrepreneurship, started taking courses and all types of master classes. And at first I thought I was going to focus on, you know, helping solo moms prepare for motherhood. And I was like, okay, that's not exactly it, but I knew it was kind of close. And I knew that my, my passion was behind was in business innovation, it was in product-based businesses, it was in entrepreneurship. So I kind of fused my love for all of those things right together and came up with the idea for Become Mompreneur, which started as a virtual business launch summit back in 2019 and has since grown from there. 
That is a wonderful story and a great journey. And it's amazing how those moments in our life can kind of chart the course for the things that we do. And it seems like there was a lot of trial and error in the things that you were doing, a lot of testing things to kind of find what worked for you as you were going through this time. For sure. For sure. I'm all about testing, right? I, I don't like to just like come up with an idea off the top of my head and run with it. Um, I like to test it out, see if, you know, there's a need for what I'm thinking about. And so when I came up with the idea for Become Entrepreneur, I was just thinking about how I was transitioning into motherhood. I didn't really have the support system I needed for my business. So I'm like, there has to be other people that has the same experience. So in testing that out with a summit, you know, over 200 women um, registered for my first summit. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> there's definitely women out there that need what I'm imagining. So I just kept going. Yeah. And that's important to really test your idea because a lot of times we launch into ideas and we think they are great ideas or we think that it's something that people need, but then we find out that it's not what people need. It's just something that we think that they need. Exactly. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. I am truly growing my Instagram and I want you there on the journey with me as we continue to grow and build. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother podcast today. Remember, motherhood is a universal experience and we are all in this together. And now in hearing you tell your story, I think a lot of people feel that entrepreneurship is kind of like, okay, start your business and you will be great. So how are you feeling? Because you said you had to, you had this business going and then and you were working full time. Sound like you were pregnant, you're going to be a solo mom, and then you wound up making the decision to shut your business down. How are you feeling at that time that you had to make that decision to kind of just stop the business? Um, I think I was really in survival mode at that time. I'm like, I was just thinking, I'm having a baby. I need to bring my baby into a healthy, happy, stable home, and I just need to make whatever decision that is best for my baby. Right. And I was really sad a little bit about closing my business because before I actually launched it, I probably worked on it for about a year and a half, you know, testing it out, developing the website, you know, getting press coverage and everything like that. So. So tell me more about Become Mompreneur and all that you're doing. Yes. So like I said, it started as a summit that I've done two times now. Um, I hope I was going to bring it back this summer, but I decided to choose rest and fun for myself this summer. <laughs> uh, but Become Mompreneur is serving millennial mompreneurs of color. A lot of the women are in early stages of their business between like one to five years. And we really just offer resources, events, summits, business boot camps, and everything that you need to create a market brand and finance your business. So right now, the biggest thing that we have going on is the Become Mompreneur Tribe. 
which is our online community. And it has uh, 335 women as of right now today. Um, and what goes on in there is every week we have different things going on, but we like to highlight different women in our tribe. Um, we have uh, live Q&A sessions that either I lead or someone else leads of who I bring in. Um, and we also have a masterclass that's coming up uh, every month from here on out on different business topics around motherhood and or entrepreneurship. That sounds wonderful. And I, you mentioned all the business things. I think another important component of that is the community aspect and the support and the accountability that goes with that. Right. Because a lot, a lot of people will say like, oh, it takes a village to raise a child. Right. But it also takes a village to flourish in business. Right. So I wanted to create a very welcoming community that we can like encourage each other, support each other and not competitive, you know, with one another, just really here to see each other win. Yes, I am all about collaboration and community because there is room for all of us to win and all of us at the top. And as they say, there's enough pie for everyone to eat. Exactly, I love it. <laughs> so I noticed that you said that you chose rest and fun for this summer. And let me tell you, I love that because it could, it, so easy to be stuck in that grind mode and feel like you got to keep pushing and pushing, but being able to step aside and say, you know what, I am going to choose some rest and I want to choose to have some fun. I don't think people realize with all the work that comes with entrepreneurship and business that rest and productivity needs to be up there on your to-do list with as much as we have these, all of these other items that we have to do. Yes. For sure. I just told my mother the other day, like, I literally have been grinding my whole life. <laughs> like, yeah. all 31 years of my life, I've been grinding. So this summer, I finally gave myself permission to just have fun and lay down sometimes, <laughs> you know. I'm still working. I you know, I'm still doing my business, but more, more rest and fun, for sure. Right. I love that. And I love how you said you gave yourself permission because a lot of times we don't give ourselves that permission or we feel bad when we do it. But to be able to give yourself that freedom and say, you know what, I do have work to do. It's going to get done. But if I want to go have fun or if I want to rest, then it's OK for me to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've been having a blast. OK, <laughs> I'm sure you have. So as a mom of a young, energetic boy, how are you? making motherhood and business work together for you? Yes, he is young and very energetic. Um, honestly, my main thing that helps me survive is childcare. <laughs> okay. If, yeah. In the last year, though, you know, when the pandemic hit, my son was at home with me while I was balancing work and business and everything. And it was really tough, right? Because he needs attention. You know, he needs to play and be fed and have his snacks and different things like that. So it was really hard to prioritize myself and prioritize my business. Um, so I had to do my best to time block. And some days my days would go really long, you know, and I just had to work through it. Um, now my son is back in daycare full time. So that's a huge, huge help. So that after I drop him off, I can be fully focused on whatever it is that are my tasks for the day. Um, and then when he comes home, I can be fully present with engaging with him. So it's all about just 
also giving myself permission to like have childcare because for a second I felt like guilty in sending him back. But um, but yeah, I had to become okay with that so I can balance it as best as I can. And I imagine there are other moms that kind of experience that same guilt, especially working from home, being an entrepreneur, and then sending the child to childcare. There's that guilt that comes in like, okay, I'm here, so why am I sending my child to childcare? But like you pointed out, you need to have this time so that you can fully focus on your business and your dreams and your goals in that angle. But then also once he comes home, then you're in turn able to focus on him and his needs. Yeah, exactly. And I have a lot of big goals for my business and for our lives, right? So um, yeah, having him at daycare is helpful so that I can get those things done. Yes. And they created daycare for a reason. That's what I always like to remind people. Yeah, he loves it. Every time we get in the car, he's like, mommy, I want to go see my friends. I'm like, great. Let's go see them. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. It also gives that socialization skills to kids and things like that. So that's what I tell people. Daycare is there for a reason. There are people that will watch your kids all day and have a great time doing it. Exactly. So aside from motherhood, what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your journey so far? Oh, I would say being able to travel. Um, before I became a mother, I traveled a lot in my 20s. Um, I was able to like study abroad and go back to Europe a few times. So just experiencing different parts of the world, different cultures, seeing the way people live and operate has been like the most inspiring thing. Uh, I think for my life and also allows me to like dream bigger, right? Because if you're just always in your same environment, you're not even able to like think outside of that box. So I would say the most rewarding has been traveling. Traveling is definitely a rewarding experience. And as you said, when you get to experience those different cultures and you see things that are outside of not only your state, but outside of your country and your normal environment, it kind of gives you like that different perspective of the world and all the great things that are out there. Yes. So could just tell, I thank you so much for joining me today. This was great. There was just so much wonderful information. I thank you for sharing your journey and those tips for starting your business. If you could just tell the audience where they could connect with you online, if you have any offers or anything you want to promote at this time, feel free to do so. Yeah, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Nicole Lachey. Uh, and join the Become Mompreneur Tribe, you can head over to becomemompreneurtribe.com. And it is $27 a month for the membership, but you also get a three-day free trial so you can join and check it out and see how it is in there. And I hope to see you all as a member. That is wonderful. And I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes so that everyone can easily find you. Thank Thank you you so much, Nicole, for joining me today. That was great. Thanks. (laughs) Back by popular demand, my course, Balancing the Busy, How to Manage Family, Business, and All the Things is here for you. And I am so excited to announce that for the month of December, my course will be available for you for 50% off when you use the code CHRISTMAS. I know the end of the year, going into the new year, we are all about setting goals and priorities, and I want to help you do that with my course, Balancing the Busy. Inside this course, you are going to learn how to clear some things off your plate, set your priorities and boundaries. I'll give you some 
exact phrases, tools, and strategies on how to say no. And we are going to tackle that pesky mom guilt. So inside the course, you're going to have the worksheets and templates and everything you need so that you can start to balance the busy in your life. So head over to my website, LawanMoses.com, and grab Balancing the Busy, How to Manage Family, Business, and All the Things for 50% off for the month of December. Don't forget to use that code CHRISTMAS. It was a mix between survival mode and a little bit of sadness, but I knew that wouldn't you know, be the end. And it actually came full circle because with my first business, since I was focusing on you know, Black women as my target audience. And I wanted to partner with a lot of product-based businesses that were run by Black women. It all came full circle when I came back to entrepreneurship with what I'm doing now. That's good. And the important thing is that you came back to it. And us, and mom, with moms that are listening to this, I love the message in your story, how you became pregnant. You were going to be a mom. You did what you had to do to survive, focus on your child, make sure he was brought to this world healthy, you were making those best decisions. But then after you became a mother, you still had this spark in you and you realize, okay, I may have had to close this first business down because of timing, because the timing isn't always a good time. Uh But then once you felt that you were in a better place and it was a better time for you, you were able to jump back in and get started. Yes, for sure. Uh, And I feel a lot of people they think that it has to be an either or situation to where, okay, if I tried something, it didn't work or life happened, then I just have to give up on the idea either way. But that is really not how it works. Right. It's like those Aaliyah lyrics. If at first you don't succeed, that's yourself off and try again. Okay. <laughs> yes. I love Aaliyah. And also off topic, but I love your Instagram stories in the morning that share all the music lyrics. I always look forward to seeing those. Oh, wow. Like, okay, what song is it going to be today? (laughs) I just choose anything (laughs) random, but I usually go for like R&B, like type of vibe. (laughs) Yes, that's what made me think of it when you threw out those Aaliyah lyrics. I'm like, yes, you're always having a nice inspirational message to music in the morning. I love it. (laughs) So you jump back in and you started this summit to uh for become mompreneur now what were you kind of thinking behind starting a summit because a lot of people may have an idea they may want to try a summit but they may not feel they will have the reach or know what exactly to do what was like your driving force behind doing a summit and how did you execute it um i actually listened to a podcast who the name I can never remember at this point, but I know it was two women who are in the information marketing space. Um, and they had an episode about doing a virtual summit. Now, this was back in 2018 when I listened to this episode before everybody and their grandmother went virtual <laughs> because of the pandemic we're in. But when they broke down how they did their summit and you know how they were reaching their target audience, how they were able to like partner with other experts that were reaching their audience and really position themselves as an expert through that. You know, it just like all clicked for me. And doing it virtual too, I was like, oh yeah, that would be perfect for moms because I want to make it accessible so that people can be working on their business with their babies on their hips. Like if they need to be in their loungewear or their pajamas, like they could be from home getting access to top quality content um, surrounded around their business. 
So that's what I was thinking at the time. And I had never done a virtual summit or anything like it before, but I knew I had the skill set to do it. You know, I knew how to build a website. I knew how to do, you know, email marketing. I knew how to uh, reach out to people, even if it meant cold calling people that I wanted to partner with from my experience in corporate America. So it was just combining all of those things and just doing it. I was nervous. <laughs> I didn't know if anybody would register. I didn't know any speaker that I reached out to would say yes, but I just, you know, went forth and, and pulled it off. That's awesome. And did you do it by yourself or did you have help? The first one, I did it all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's encouraging to know because you'll hear a lot of people with the message of, okay, if you're going to do a summit, don't do it by yourself. But I think I like how you're able to share the story of doing your research, knowing that you had the skill set, and then just jumping in and like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get it done because I know I can do it. Right, right. Because if you don't have a skill set in certain areas of the summit, I definitely suggest outsourcing what you can. But it it is a lot of work, (laughs) but I, I pulled it off the first time by myself. After that first time, though, I was like, I'm not doing this again by myself. (laughs) And I had a few people to help me. But the second time I pulled it off. Okay, well, that's (laughs) good to know. But at least you were able to at least get started. And I think that's the important thing. A lot of people are like, okay, I'm not going to do it because I don't have everything in place. And you're an example of what can happen if you just jump out there and do it. Yeah, just do it. Even if it's something small, it's still big impact. And now in talking to you and all, I can tell that you are really big on doing your research like I am. And I know that you like to talk about three important things that people can focus on when starting their business. So could you share that with us? Yeah, so it's very important for people to do their research. But the main three things that I like people to do is, one, do their research. Um, Two, uh, validate their idea through like testing and then also refine their idea before they put it to market. So what do I mean by that? When I say research, um, first you need to be clear on who your customer base is going to be. Um, And you don't even have to have your full product or service idea fully fleshed out yet, right? So as long as you're clear on your customers and when you're going about your research, you want to make sure you are dealing with real people in your real target audience to research them. So that could be research through newer customer interviews. That could be, you know, observing them using a prototype of your product. That could be um, having them create a customer journey map to map out their whole day and all of the touch points of technology that they had throughout the day, right? And so gathering that research through several different people right? And collecting it so you can start seeing what those trends are in their pain points so you can create a solution in your product or your service offering, right? So once you create that, then you can validate it, right? And validating is can happen through like testing it out. Um, that could be through putting, you know, something like I did, putting a summit out there to see if people will actually come um to what you're offering or enroll or opt in to what you're offering. Oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. (laughs) It's all right. And then um, as you're refining your idea, refining it can go along with um, creating the next iteration of your product 
or um, creating a refined marketing strategy, sales strategy, or uh, systems that help you put it to market. That's good. Doing the research, validating and refining the idea. I really like that. That is really important. And I also and like how you said with validating how testing these things out, figuring out what works, because you don't want to put too much time and energy in, too much money in, if it's not going to be something that people are going to opt into, buy, participate in, whatever it is. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and most importantly, share this episode with all of your mom friends. Let's continue to grow our mom community and support each other. Remember, together, we've got this.